Coming up, we're finally not doing a pre-recorded show, so that means we're actually talking about news that is current as well as really old. From the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Universal Edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is episode 187 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com for your no-obligation quote. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I am your host, Craig Williams. I'm joined alongside by my co-host. You know him mostly as Rhino Clavin. Oh, I did not turn your mic on. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so then you're also going to wonder, well, how did you do a microphone check if his microphone wasn't on? Well, we sure didn't. Nope, we sure <laughs> didn't. We just rolled with it and pretended like we did. So uh, thank you for being here today, Rhino. So it's been a really, really difficult getting us in the same room at the same time. Uh, Rhino was on vacation for two weeks. I was then on vacation for a week. So, yeah. I, I and now I'm on vacation for a week. Yeah, I wasn't on vacation. Did you say I was on vacation? I, you were work, I was working. I was working vacation. I'm going on a real vacation this Thursday to Thursday. Yes. Yeah. Except for when I need you to work, and then you know. But work. that's fine. We'll we'll, we'll work, talk work, about work, that work, off. Work. Yeah, it's uh, we're like the uh, we're like the underpants gnomes. It's always about working, and you don't what understand that reference because are... you don't watch South Park. No, okay, I was confused. <laughs> I'll show you clips after the show, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> or we'll do a hard pause right here. <laughs> And okay, now we're back. Uh, no, no, no. So uh, it's all good, though. So uh, thank you for bearing with us the past couple of weeks while we had a little bit of fillers for you there. And I did see one comment where people said, can you please stop so being so hard on yourself when you have filler episodes saying how terrible they're going to be and stuff? Because then I feel bad when I actually enjoy the episodes. So I, 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 I apologize for that. You know, I'm, I'm just hard on myself with it because I wish we could give more each week, but sometimes it's just not possible. Uh, and then we have weeks like this where uh, it, it's just going to be flat out insane. So we have a lot to cover this week. Uh, on top of that, Rhino and I are literally going to leave here from recording this and head over to Universal Orlando to to see Universal's Aventura Hotel for the very first time. Huh? And the day this is released, I will actually be staying there. Rhino will not. So mm. uh, we're going to have kind of a joint coverage. So we're going to we're going to mix our coverage for next week's show it's going to be kind of a mixture of my time there staying at the hotel alone reviewing it and then uh, rhino will also be in there for for portions where we talk about our preview of it too so that way you get some of his thoughts because uh, obviously we're going to walk in we're going to see parts of it we're going to we're going to experience a little bit of it but he just won't be able to give us that in-depth review of of cuddling in the beds and all that goodness like i'm not going this to. time no not, not this time, time. But we will in the future. We've we've already we just have to mark the date that we're going to do it. But uh, we we are planning on doing it soon. But like I said, we have a lot of news to get over, and so I'm going to jump in right away with a quick one, but a good one. So uh, dates were released for Universal Orlando's Mardi Gras 2019. So they were released uh, about a week ago or so from when this is being released, and it will be 
surprisingly, at the same time of year that it is every year. Curveball. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, February 9th to April 4th, it'll be back right at Universal Studios Florida, as always. The parade is going to be nightly, as they've done it. So uh, if it's been years since you've done Universal Mardi Gras, it's no longer uh, just on the weekends. It's every single night from February 9th to April 4th. But then, of course, they'll have on the weekends, they'll have a special TX come in and hit the Universal Music Plaza stage. Uh, you know, it's we always talk about the artists who they're going to be. So hopefully, they get some big names this year. We don't know any of them yet as of now, but yeah, there'll be big artists coming to play for Mardi Gras. They'll have the French Quarter Courtyard with all of the the Cajun food and uh, you, know, you know King Cake and all the goodies, and they'll have bands right from New Orleans come out and play and hype up the crowd. So. It'll be good. And the best part, as always, is that uh, it's completely free with your park ticket for the day or your annual pass. So you don't need any extra admission ticket for this party. Just just show up and enjoy the festivities as long as you have a ticket. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to it. I like this time of the year. Usually uh, in that February time period, even though most people associate winter with December, January, in Florida, it's pretty much February is when it's like at its its peak best weather. So I, I love this time of year. Nice, give you get out, see the parade while it's a little cool outside. Yeah, wear a fun fun hoodie or a nice jacket. Yeah. Because then, unfortunately, by the time uh, April rolls around and you're like, well, Mardi Gras was two months ago. Why are we still celebrating it? Uh, by that point, you're also then sweating your balls off. So. Unless you don't have those, then you'll be sweating off something else. Yabos, as <laughs> as Allison calls them. Yes. Allison. Or Willie Max yeah. calls them. Kiss me, okay. kiss me, I'm Allison. I think you're going to have to probably edit these two parts out, I hope. Oh, no, I'm not. So it's okay. we're universal. We're edgy. Oh, good. I regret saying that word. I apologize if I've offended anyone. Yabos? But Max loves her yabos. <laughs> It was in a PG Disney movie. I should be allowed to say it. Yes. If anything, I should edit it out for you bringing up Hocus Pocus when we're talking <laughs> yeah. about Universal. And, well, you brought up Halloween. We're obviously gearing up for the Halloween season. So that will roll us right into our slate of all of the Halloween Horn Nights houses that have been released since we've done a show and i mean we're talking we're talking almost a month back at this point so that's the downfalls of when we go on vacation and stuff we we really miss out on some of these announcements so the one that was released right at the end of july which i got very excited for right away i think a lot of people out there are really hyped for it it's a new original house from universal orlando and it is called carnival graveyard rust in pieces so i'm going to as i always do i'm going to read from the universal orlando official blogs post about it to give you the description of it because well they said best themselves so the pieces and parts of multiple carnivals (laughs) have gathered and left to rot bright colors turn to rust cotton candy decays and fun houses cave in the caramel coated carnivals of yesteryear have long died but something sinister has festered within the decay welcome to carnival graveyard rust in pieces at halloween horror nights where all trespassers must pay with their life so what's the scary thing well ride parts have become instruments of torture and walls have been painted in the blood of those foolish enough to enter these carnies won't stop until they've had their fun-filled revenge the twisted house of terrors is the next installment in 10 haunted houses 
in our lineup for Halloween Horror Nights 2018. They've announced three more since this one, so uh, ignore that last part there. But yeah, so we're we're going with the old. Uh, it's a it's a carnival that's been broken down, decaying, as they've said in all their descriptions. It's going to be sinister, and there's going to be carnies who have kind of gone mad from from what I can tell with it. I'm very very anticipating this because i love the idea of an old abandoned rotten carnival it sounds terrifying to me i I know it it sounded and then i started to think why do i like the sound of this so much and then i realized it's because i loved it at not scary farm last year when we went and did dark ride which was essentially oh yeah a, a, a like your classic stupid little spook house uh, dark ride that you'd see at small carnivals and stuff that was all broken down and long forgotten and just really creepy. But so I, I think I just I love the idea of the concept. I'm not saying Halloween Horror Nights in Universal Orlando is ripping off that idea. I don't think that's an original idea to begin with. Um, but it's it's also that was like still had bright colors in mm-hmm. it. It was fun. It was goofy. Like they still had this dragon inside yeah. from the attraction. That it was. This is obviously going to be more on the the scary gross side of things yeah. so uh I, you don't you don't like carnies i don't carnivals in general make me nervous why i don't know the traveling folk you never know what's gonna happen small hands austin powers fear in there yeah. for me yeah so this this is a little bit lower down on your list then i'm ner- i'm it, it's gonna make me scared i think yeah which is fine it's one of those like it's basic, not basic. I was okay. This isn't as basic as one of the other ones they announced. It's not basic, basic, yeah. but it could be. It could be. It could end up being the scariest one. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think for I don't me, like rust, rusty spoons. I, I agree with that. I think for me, this house, even though everything about it to me says like claustrophobic. Like, exactly what you said. It's all rusty. It's all gross. You kind of feel trapped in this place. I want to see the opposite, though. I want to see... I was hoping to be a big, big open wide tent. open. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to see a concept like that where you can see around a lot. Like, and I well, know that was like the dark ride. Yeah, because yeah. in the end you went into that big room, yeah. and I remember being like, "This is a lot scarier than I thought a tiny room would have been." And I, but I could even use like a blend of that. It doesn't. It can have its moments. Like I, I but I, I just in general like the the whole color aesthetic of it screams to me like Scarecrow from last year, which was. A standout house, just absolutely amazing. So uh, I think I think this one does have the potential to be to be absolutely terrifying. And I maybe because it has the rust in pieces after it, it could be a house that they redo throughout the years in different forms. This one's rust in pieces. Next one's another fun pun. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Could be good. But we'll move on to the one that you just kind of hinted at. That uh, will probably be a little bit. I, what was the word you you didn't say? Basic. basic. Oh, yeah, you did say basic. basic. Yeah. Okay. Well, what's that one called, Rhino? Uh, secret. 
Seeds of Extinction. extinction. I couldn't remember the first part of it. Um, Yeah, this this one's all... I mean, you're going to read the thing in a second. I'll just let you do that rather than me saying what it is. What would it be like to live in a post-apocalyptic wasteland overgrown with invasive vegetation and the human race wiped from existence? It'd be like living in... Florida, <laughs> like this time of year. <laughs> You'll find out in Seeds of Extinction. So, in this original story, a cataclysmic meteor has struck Earth, causing humans to become extinct and something monstrous to take root. The viril, 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 virulent, vir, vir, virulent. Yeah. I couldn't virulent. say it either when I had to read the story in the Daily Fix. I was like, I don't know what that word is. I didn't either. Uh, the growth has swept across the planet, covering everything and choking out civilization within moments, creating a tableau of what once was. What appears to be a lush and green graveyard hides the most terrifying and hungry meat eaters. Predatory plants of all species use strangling vines, razor-sharp thorns, and poisonous pollens to encroach from all sides if you invade this new world. And keep an eye out for hidden hints and nods to Halloween Horror Nights past event years. So, uh, um, oh, that oh my gosh, I didn't... I, I forgot about this in the article because it's been <laughs> so I long since I, I read it. That, yeah. From uh, Curse of the Lightning Gulch right there. And then Jack and Eddie. So, of course, Jack the Clown is in there. Hopefully, I'm putting these photos up on top of it. Otherwise, this really doesn't uh, make any sense to it. And you're just listening to me uh, talk about it. Well, if you're listening, clearly it doesn't. You have to seek this one out. But uh, did you ever... Um, Oh, gosh, what was the name of the movie that came out this past year based on the, the book, the Southern Reach trilogy? No, not yet. One, yeah. I, I almost I, was, I went to look for it the other day. I thought it was it was highlighted on Netflix, but it was Extinction. It was the wrong movie. And I was like, Bleh, I'm yeah, no, this one sounds very similar to Annihilation to me. Uh, so if you saw that this year, you know, it's the, the Natalie Portman, uh, Tessa Thompson vehicle. That came out based on the book series that I said, the Southern Reach uh, trilogy, and there it's they. Get, Don't tell me anything. Okay, I won't. I won't say anything. If you've but, seen the previews, you've seen the previews. Otherwise, that that's yeah. that. It looks like nature. It reminds me of the happening too, a little bit. Mm. Like it kind of gives me that vibe. Like that was the grass trying to kill people, but it seems very like I'm going to go into a Honey I Shrunk the Kid playground from Hollywood Studios, and it's going to try and kill me, which that one tried to do anyway. So it's like. It's going to be a lot of grass, a lot of mutant plant things. It just feels very basic. Uh, I'm not in a way. I, I'm yes. Not, I'm. I'm not. I'm. I'm not disliking it. It sounds. I, what I like is it's very different from everything else they've announced so far, too. It absolutely is different, and I, I think you're absolutely right. It is a mixture between annihilation and the happening. Like, that's what it sounds like, at least on paper. And, and part of the story when they released it, they have one of the, uh, the, the designers clearly having, like, a plant-like creature on her hand that will clearly be a puppet. Yeah. form like not a not a full-size puppet not like american werewolf in in uh london sorry i wanted to say paris just because rhino and i joke about that <laughs> one all the time uh but it, kind of like a hand puppet so i'm expecting life-size plants uh that I'm, I'm will come out like to scare you twisted the scene in alice in wonderland where she meets all the flowers like yeah. a twisted version of that essentially yeah i i would agree with that too my problem is that doesn't sound scary to me no. I mean, the thorns and the thing, it just sounds like, uh, that's why, I, maybe that's what I mean, like, when I think basic. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't have a lot to it. But, 
We could be wrong. I don't know yeah. yet. You know, it, it could just be one that's hard to hype. Yeah, it, it has the potential in a way to be a very beautiful house. I yeah. will say that. Just thinking about it, I can it just anytime like there's. I, I think about in theme parks when you see like green areas that then they bounce the light off of it a lot of like blues and purples adds a weird aesthetic to it i'm not saying that this is what's going to happen in this house but usually uh it, usually in those forms like it, it can be a very very cool aesthetic so it there's definitely a chance that this one could be beautiful very interesting but the concept doesn't have me frightened at all yeah not even a little bit so no. i'm and it, it it's yeah so I, I don't know i i don't know i'm not un i mean it's just one of those where i'm like okay well that's another house i look forward to this one surprising me because I, of my expectations yeah. for it are so minimal i think they're gonna do the trick where they do all the vines hanging down like they did with scarecrow and then the dust bowl one or was the oh, Scarecrow yeah. during the Dust Bowl? I think that's Scarecrow what it was. was yeah. Dust Bowl. yeah, you know, and they had all the vines hanging down. So I imagine we're going to go through like that. And how Scarecrow had a lot of the cornfield. Oh, I could. Idea. I could even see uh, Scare Actor like swinging from vines mm. with like the puppets on its hand yeah, yeah. being like a big, big vine creature. And you know, it's going to end, of course, with Seymour. <laughs> or Audrey too. Sorry, yeah, I was like, <laughs> just a Rick Moranis lookalike yeah. <laughs> singing to us on the outside. <laughs> Scared, yeah. Well, now I that. <laughs> you go through the whole thing, you find out the only survivor was Rick Moranis. <laughs> he survived the apocalypse. <laughs> he knows how to get away from those meteors. <laughs> oh, oh, there's potential there for that. So we'll have to uh, <laughs> we'll have to flesh that one out on our own. I think that's a Warner Brothers property, so maybe we can get them to do that for uh, their their new nighttime experience that they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, fantastic. So uh, two more houses to go over that were announced. Actually, both of these ones were leaked uh, a little bit early. Someone, uh, I I apologize, I don't have it pulled up in front of me right now, Uh, but someone was staying at one of the off-site properties right right near Universal and noticed that one of the displays had advertisements for two houses that weren't currently announced. Oh, that's funny. And, yeah. <laughs> it, it was pretty uh, pretty comical, so it was pretty much uh, just announced right away because of that. So I'm pretty and, excited for the one you're about to talk about. Yeah, so I'm going to start with the first one that they announced afterwards, after this <laughs> little leak came out, and that is... Yeah, it was the day after Seeds of Extinction they said Poltergeist. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's cool. Because it's funny because Poltergeist is like the movie I've been trying to watch the last two Halloweens that I just never get to. Uh, the remake, clearly? Both. I have only seen pieces. I can only remember pieces of the original. Like I remember the 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 how the um like the bulldozer in the lawn yeah. in the front yard and stuff. And I remember when the lightning storm is happening and she's counting and sitting in front of the TV. And I remember Craig T. Nelson yelling a lot. And I remember yeah. the lady saying, this house is clear, clean. Clear? Clear. And um, so I I wanted to watch that back-to-back with the remake for like two years now, I think. Yeah. And I haven't. So now I'm like, I definitely have to. Yeah, I still haven't watched the remake either, which I really like. Um, Jared Harris. And Sam Rockwell and, is in it too. Yeah, yeah no, I, I... Yeah, I love Jared Harris. Yeah, yeah. I, I really, really love that. But luckily for us, uh, this one's going to be based, because the whole event has its 80s theme yeah. to it, this one is going to be based on the actual 82 poltergeist which uh that's i think that is the absolute right move to go to then again 
I just admitted I haven't seen the remake, so I can't really say whether or not that would have translated well into a house. But uh, the Poltergeist is it's just a classic, classic scary movie. So um, it's it's one of those ones. It, it terrified me as a kid, not as much anymore as an adult. But like you, it's probably been a it's probably been a hot three four years since i've watched it well it was, so. it, it was they were always randomly on on usa in the afternoon for some weird reason so i'd like turn on the tv and be like what am i watching here and it was never the first one it was always one of the later ones and i knew because it had the 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 woman in it the yeah. psychic who comes in and like like i remember things coming through like puddles and parking lots and all this other things and i'm like good lord this is terrifying <laughs> like so you know i'm I'm excited. It's kind of cool because the movie's about a haunted house, essentially, yeah. in another dimension. So it's like kind of – it immediately is like, oh, I wonder what they're going to do this. You know, the TV. Are we going to walk through the TV? Are we going to do whatever, you know? Well, and it's been featured in a uh, Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors episode. So basically, from what we've learned, is that any time a movie that the Simpsons have already parodied in Treehouse of Horrors comes to life, then we know it's going to be good. Just like when they, they did The Shining. But – that's just my benchmark for it. For them all, if the Simpsons do it, Halloween Horror. You want to get should. sued? The shinning. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. Do you want to get sued? <laughs> uh, we, the sad part is we're the only two who find ourselves That ourselves is my funny. favorite. That is probably my favorite Halloween, uh, the Treehouse of Horror episode. Yeah. And it ties to Universal these days, too. Well, I guess it, it, Disney now, but whatever. Well, you know, well. In between. It's all, it's all relative. But, no, I, I think I, I think this was a great move. So I don't, I, I don't know how the general public feels about Poltergeist. I don't know if it's a big grab in terms of uh, getting people to come in. Like last year, having The Shining, that's, that's a name. Like that's it. Well, the think, Shining. Everyone yeah. knows the Shining. Everyone's seen it. If they're they're a fan of horror, I'm not sure his Poltergeist legacy really lived on. I think it's like a name you hear and you know it. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's like it, like it's not like Child's Play or, or you know Chucky or, or Jason 13th. or yeah any of those things because those are they're the slasher films of the yep. '80s that have a singular character that travels through. Whereas like Poltergeist is a little more surreal i guess or existential almost you know or not existential that's not the right word but you know you so it's other than the the woman who was the psychic it doesn't really have like a i guess it doesn't have that same type of thing you know it's like a scary movie i think it's still like if you're a person who enjoys horror movies you know this is like a oh you gotta see it you know oh i i i love it stevie spielberg come on i i love it but we'll have to see if that's enough to to draw people in. I mean, they've already announced enough out there. So with Stranger Things, that's the hot D- ticket didn't, item. Didn't Joe Johnston direct Poltergeist? Somebody. Yes. Okay. Was I was going to say somebody because yeah. I know Steven Spielberg produced it and it was somebody he's friends with. Yeah. Joe Johnston directed that. Uh, and then Joe Dante did Gremlins and um, Jumanji. Yes. And Jurassic Park 3. Yes. Well, <laughs> no, 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 no. Joe Dante. I was thinking Joe Johnston. He did uh, Jurassic Park three and Captain America are the same director. Joe Dante did do Gremlins and Poltergeist. You are correct. I was getting two 
people merged into one. I think I was too. Actually, so I'm going to just check that real quick since we brought it up. And <laughs> Universal is all about movies, so. Yes, except we're also about getting movies wrong. And that's where I want to step in. And someone actually thought that I didn't realize that there was a 1933 King Kong movie. Because I guess the way I said it when we were talking about it, you, you did reference I, the '70s one, and I, then like, I, but that was the basis for the attraction. Yeah, was the '70s King Kong, and I obviously know that the '33 King Kong is a thing. And we even talked about it. We talked about RKO. I know that there was an original King Kong, and the '70s one wasn't, but the ride was based off of the '70s one. So that's it's, just thrown in there like that. It was actually Toby Hooper. That directed Poltergeist, who directed Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Are you serious? Yeah. I Steven Spielberg wrote the screenplay along with Michael Grant. I remember that because it was originally supposed to, like, E.T., this is how mm-hmm. E.T. started. And they split, like, into two films, yeah. and one was Poltergeist. And so I could have sworn it was the same guy who did the other one. But, yeah, Toby Hooper. Texas no Chainsaw freaking Massacre way. Thing. Yeah, that's so weird. I would have thought, I know Texas Chainsaw Massacre is, like, the big one, but I thought I would have thought... Poltergeist would have been like the mm. this guy did Poltergeist. I I yeah. completely agree with you. Um, well, I just think it's interesting because Steven Spielberg has the history with Universal, so it's kind of cool that at Halloween Horror Nights we have this property that Steven Spielberg had a big influence on. Yeah. Oh, I, I agree with you. So, uh, and so we already mentioned with Poltergeist talking just briefly there on how iconic it is as a movie to draw people in. Well, back in 2014. Universal. Joe, Joe Dante did direct Gremlins. We were correct about oh, that. Oh, I, I, I know that for sure. When it comes to Gremlins trivia, I'm I'm on my game on Gremlins trivia. So it's I only watch it like three times a year. But I mean, that's how I feel yeah, it's necessary. It's great. Yeah, it is. So I, I mentioned in 2014, uh, in terms of iconic characters and iconic films, Universal Orlando decided to do Halloween so based on oh yeah, yeah. I saw you Halloween writing this up earlier yeah. and then yeah this was just released today this was the other one that was leaked early uh, based on the posts that went around on on the Twitter and well you know what's weird is they're skipping a Halloween oh well because never mind yeah. I know why so and then of course in 2016 we had Halloween 2 but we called that house Halloween Hell Comes to Haddonfield and then this year 2018 so I like I like the progression we're going with here uh, we have Halloween 4 the return of Michael Myers so as Rhino just pointed out yes they are skipping Halloween 3 uh, Season of the Witch which I am Season of the Witch <laughs> yeah if only I'm gravely disappointed about that I, I love Halloween 3 um, just everything about it silver shamrock uh, snakes coming out of uh, out of the body like it's just have you watched it halloween three yeah no oh my god you're missing out i've seen halloween four i know that for yeah. sure but yeah I, i've not seen the third one yeah. i i don't know if i've seen the original one and i am definitely watching it because i'm super excited for the new one i mean i i remember pieces of it so i yeah. must have seen it but it's like not since I was a kid. And yeah. that was the thing. It was the, one of the ones I didn't get to that year when the house was here. Oh, that's sad. I know. And yeah. I, I love Jamie Lee Curtis. So that's why I'm like, I'm super excited for that new Halloween movie coming out. Yeah. And I like that they're kind of tying this, not tying it into it, but it's nice that the property's there when it's going to yeah. be in the theater as well. Yeah. I mean, ideally, it would have been great to have 
the the new house being represented at yeah. HHN, but uh, that wasn't in the cards this year for whatever reason it is itself. But um, I, regardless, I like this. I like that they're going through all the Halloween movies in order, uh, skipping three because it doesn't feature uh, Michael Myers at all. He is just he is not a part of it. It is a separate story. It was supposed to break off into an anthology piece of sorts and it didn't go well because it was it's just truly truly awful and offensive to so many people including the irish it's just it's it's really really amazing in every way and i highly recommend seeking it out and watching it if you can so if you wait for it to come on tv when they do like the halloween marathons where they start at at the original halloween with jamie lee curtis and go all the way through you know hitting hitting classics like h2o and and even sometimes uh uh, you know, uh, going through that, sorry, I got sidetracked there. I was trying to say, you will notice all the time it will go Halloween 1, Halloween 2, Halloween 4, <laughs> and then so on. They always, always, always skip it. And, um, well, if you're the Halloween, the new Halloween movie ignores all sequels. Yeah. So you're going to have to watch some of the sequels probably to like be in tune with this house. It's yeah. about the niece, the, the, the fourth yeah. one. I remember that. Yeah, no, you absolutely have to watch the fourth Halloween movie in order to get this. It is going to be based right on it. Um, uh, Michael Myers, is it, he's just picking up his story. So just like just like the, the last house with Halloween, Hell Comes to Haddonfield started at the very beginning of that movie and took it all the way through into the hospital. Expect the exact same thing from this one. It's going it's going to pick up on that original story. So this is going to be one where I think you can still appreciate uh, you can still appreciate the house even if you haven't seen any of the Halloween movies or Halloween four in particular. But come on, you it. The first two houses were so well done in terms of translating the movies into the actual house themselves that you're doing yourself an injustice if you if you skip over it. I can see out of the corner of my eye, Rhino's looking at still images from Halloween 3. Yeah, because yeah, I'm confused because the plot says it's about kids wanting a shamrock mask, but it's clearly a pumpkin. Well, no, there's three different masks. So there's the pumpkin mask, there's the witch, oh, what the and heck? then... Um, What's she doing? Um, I... <laughs> My thing is, so I get it. Are the, are the masks turning people evil? Is that the plot of the third movie? Well, yeah, I guess spoiler on a movie that's been out for I mean, over just 30 looking years. at the pictures, that's yeah. what it looks like. So my guess is they were trying to continue on to make more iconic masks beyond Michael Myers. Like that. Well, okay, so the Silver Samrock shamrock corporation is like it's one of those big companies that basically the town is there because the company is there and they are creating all these masks that kids just want they absolutely have to have their silver shamrock uh mask and then on halloween night as they're watching the first Halloween movie on TV. Oh, um, wait, it's like they metaphysical? Are like, tune in, you have to tune in. So, um, yeah, it is metaphysical in that way. And so they're going to tune into this moment where this Silver Shamrock commercial comes on, and at that point, it's going to kill all the people wearing the masks. All right, I have to watch this terrible movie. Oh. Uh, yes, <laughs> you absolutely <laughs> right. do. 
Um, it, it it's it's incredible. It, I one day. So they they did feature the masks uh, in the first Halloween house. Then the little section where they had the trick or treaters. Yeah, I thought I masks. thought so. Okay, because yeah. they all looked familiar. That's so why I was like, oh. yeah, it is just so so bad though. I love it so much. <laughs> um, so that's our. Uh, those are the four houses that have been announced uh, since we've done the show. So uh, add that on to everything else that's been announced so far, including trick or treat, Stranger Things, uh, Dead Exposure. And oh, gosh, I can't even remember them all. There's one more original house in there too. That the the zombie patient zero you said. Yeah. The vampire one? No, that was a scare zone. Yeah. I, why am I not remembering it? Um, it's not. It's well. Not how many? Well, I was going to ask you how many have been. How many have been announced now? I think we're doing the rough math. One, two, three, four, eight or nine. So we we if still have a couple more reveals. So I can tell you in a second as soon as the page loads. But one, two, three, well, that didn't help me at all. Yeah, that's that's a problem. They still haven't until everything's announced on their website. It's not all uh, easily accessible. And of course, I didn't prepare for this. And I was like, even then, I just had my camera on you the entire time, and I was not paying attention. Cool. I was just looking to at the what computer, I was so doing. I was like, Trick or treat. Yes, I we've already mentioned. Oh, I thought you said I didn't hear you say that one. No, no, we've already mentioned that. Okay, ready? Stranger Things, Dead Mm -hmm. Exposure, Trick or Treat, Slaughter Cinema. You got to it. You got to it. Yeah, Slaughter Cinema, uh, Carnival Graveyard, Seeds of Extinction, Poltergeist, Halloween. We have two left. Yep. Yeah, it was Slaughter Cinema that I couldn't remember, which is a shame because I. We, we've talked about that one quite a bit, and I was very excited for that. And then the four scare zones were announced. The Harvest, Twisted Tradition, Vamp 85, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, and Revenge of Chucky 5. I don't I know why I just said four. Five. Yeah, I was going to say it was like the math is Yeah, not. You know what? It's because we're coming to this end of, the end of this episode. But we saved the boring one for last, and that is uh, because it just kicked off yesterday. And it is yesterday, as of recording this, a couple days back from when this is released. Uh, we now are in... UOAP Passholder Appreciation Days. Whoa, oh, whoa. I forgot. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's uh, what is the Passholder Appreciation Days. Basically, it is uh, running until September 30th, and this is just the time period where Universal wants to say thanks to all its uh, annual passholders. So the big kickoff is uh, not the big kickoff it already kicked off so it is but the big event of this is the uoap night that's august 26th from 8 p.m to midnight happening at universal studios florida it's only going to be universal annual pass holders there having a a big big party uh that night is also when they are going to um they're going to start giving away collectible buttons. There's going to be four collectible buttons for all of the Universal Annual Pass holders, and the one is exclusive to the event uh, that's happening there. And the event could fill up, technically. Uh, it did say that it's first-come, 1st first serve basis, but it's not like a reservation system or anything. You just go to the park that day, and you can sign up once you're there. So. Uh, but but there are only limited buttons as well, too. So make sure uh, you get those as quick as possible. Those are going to be given away at a couple of the guest service kiosks. I know the one is the, the Marvel guest service kiosk. The other one is the Men in Black one. So if you like buttons, 
free buttons, you need to jump on that. Button, uh, button, who's got the button? I don't know. Uh, there's also doing early admission. So, of course, if you have several tiers of um, early park admission, you're used to that on a normal basis. But now power and seasonal pass holders have early park admission into the Wizarding World of Harry Potter's, uh, just, just like hotel guests do. And you have that through the end of pass holder days. And if you have the three-park pass, then you also have your Volcano Bay early entry. So that's a that is a huge perk. Um, there are lots of discounts happening out there for everyone during uh, annual pass holder appreciation days. So uh, we have the full list over at our website of stuff. If you're a universal annual pass holder, I'm not going to go on to it for too long because I genuinely know that most of you out there probably aren't annual pass holders that are watching. So I'm not going to bore you with it. But if you are, here's your reminder. It's happening right now. Uh, don't forget about the party, especially on August 26th. I'm probably going to be there this time. I really, I didn't get to go last year to the party. I went to the the first year that they did an annual pass holder party over at Islands of Adventure. Had a great time just walking around, taking pictures, having fun. So hopefully I'll be able to go to this one. I will go, but hopefully I will be able to go, if that makes any sense. But that's it for all the news until I find out that something else happened, and then I'll just splice in myself talking about it real quick. I'm not going to, but thank you, Rhino, for having yes. this discussion with me. Okie dokie. Yes. Yes, yes. And thank you out there to everyone who listened and watched this. We really do appreciate it. We do it for you. We always do it Everything for you. Everything we do, do we it for you. We do it for you. And I'll stand by <laughs> you. you. We went from Brian Adams to the Pretenders. <laughs> yeah, it, it felt right. It did. It just did. I'll stand by you. I will stand by you. Uh, won't you stand? Stand by me. Whoa, stand. Boom, boom, boom. By me. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Okay, now we're done boom. with that. Uh, boom, of boom, course, boom. if you need more information, dsunplug.com. Home of the show like notes the for of this. Show and all the others. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> on the Diz Unplugged Podcast Network. Uh, you'll find links to social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good <laughs> stuff like you do. Uh, access to our email account. No, you can't access ours. You can- <laughs> yeah. Here you'll find all of our social security numbers, our, our debit uh, card information, anything yeah, you want. You can find all that there. You can email us through that. podcast at disunplugged.com if you're watching this on YouTube. <laughs> That's what I think our fade out music should be from now on. The sad part is most of the people stopped watching yeah. like 10 minutes ago. So there's just going to be a few people out there who are like, holy crap, the end of the show. How did you not watch all the way to there? That serves them right. Yep. It does. This is our appreciation to you out there who made it. To the end. Uh, just got it. A, fit, a giggle fit right now uh, youtube.com slash just unplugged uh, that's where you might be watching this <laughs> I'm going to start doing time of the season if you don't finish soon oh goodness I'm trying to get What's through your name? it who's your daddy <laughs> if you're watching this on YouTube make sure you're subscribed to us uh, you're hitting that thumbs up button and you're leaving comments for us down below if you're listening to us on iTunes go ahead subscribe to us and make sure you're rating and reviewing 
Mm-hmm. Us as well, too. Uh, so thank you once again to everyone out there for listening and watching. We do appreciate it. Make sure you tune into our Aventura Hotel coverage uh, next week, as well as probably stuff that's been released on social media since then. Uh, but that's going to do it for this episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. But until then, remember, we still haven't changed the name. Yeah.